What up, podcast? Welcome to another episode of the Jeep and Bubba podcast. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I'm sure there's tons of mothers that listen to this podcast. Uh, today we have a special, special guest with us from JCR Off-Road, salesman extraordinaire, basically a Swiss Army knife of sales and customer service. Um, his name is Corey Giffing, but you may know him as Max Dielson. Welcome to the show, Corey. How's it going, man? That's a pretty big intro to live up to. <laughs> you, I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy that they that they hired one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you the one of the main reasons I wanted you on, other than the fact that we were coworkers that sat eight feet apart for two years. <laughs> Um, was that I've seen Daryl's been on like a dozen podcasts, and then Brian recently was on Seven Slot Society. Um, I saw that. I was a little surprised to see that too. <laughs> and they went on for quite a bit. I listened to it. It was pretty good. He was. He had some. Yeah, he had some real. It was pretty good. He had some jabs at the industry. I like that. Yeah, I, that's Brian for you. I, I do some jabs too here, but not quite as blunt. But sometimes I do. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> Uh, everyone knows I'm big against angry eye grills and and grumpers. I think most people are though. I think that's that's just kind of like the thing now. Yeah. Just yeah. hate angry grills. Yeah, I don't like seeing them on square headlight vehicles either. Like, uh, well, why? I don't like seeing them on any vehicle. I don't like them on any, but when you see they've, <laughs> the the YJs and the Cherokees painting the the eyebrows on now or tinting it, that's yeah. like <sighs> people have been doing it for years though. I know, I know. I don't. I don't even mind that I'm offending people. Like it's just I don't like it. I don't. To be honest with you, I don't think those people are listening to your podcast. I don't think so. But if they are, then I don't. <laughs> no offense. No offense to you, but I don't think those people are. No, because they're shopping on Amazon, not yeah. on Blackberry Off Road. So that. Yeah. And we don't sell any on our website. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's the people too that get the grumper, and then they add that the light bar that goes with the grumper yeah i've seen that i don't know what it's called but yeah it's like <laughs> it's a unibrow it, it's a unibrow with like a hockey mask as a yeah but, yeah but you can't i don't i don't know you can't really uh you can't slight that board because they pick something that nobody else made and they they sell a ton of them it looks like so, uh, so you know some of their stuff i like but i don't like that yeah, <laughs> I'm with you on that. <laughs> Randomly, I'm like, man, who makes that? That's that's really nice. Yeah. yeah. So, um, one reason I want to talk to you too, other than I wanted to be unique and get you on here because uh, you're self-proclaimed don't like talking on the phone, but that's what you do for a living. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, I also didn't want you fill out left out, you know, because you know I wanted to get everyone there. Maybe Kevin Rickers will be on the next podcast. Good luck with that. <laughs> He'll probably he would probably commit to it, and it would take him missing it eight times before he came on. We'd have to change hey, the date. Missed, I only missed it one time, so I think that's yeah. pretty good for me. No, you're doing good. You're doing good. <laughs> no, so I kind of wanted to ask because you guys are in Michigan, and Michigan's like completely like Georgia was the first state that reopened, so we're reaping the yeah. benefits of extra Corona, but also extra economy. Uh, yeah. What it? What are? I mean, I know you, you guys are completely shut down currently, right? Like, right? Maybe a, gr- a a ghost recon crew working that nobody's supposed to know about. But besides that, yeah, close. we've been able to get some stuff out the door. But yeah, pretty much we're shut down, um, and we've been shut down since the twenty fourth of last month. So yeah, I mean, manufacturing doesn't go back to work until this upcoming week, thankfully. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been interesting to work through for sure. Yeah, I, that's it's got to be difficult. I mean, I know you guys are still putting in sales, so that's got to be really a pain because you know when you get back that shipping's going to have to work around the clock and manufacturing to get caught up, but I'm sure you guys can do it if anybody can. I'll tell you what, man. It's, it's weird because as uh, it, it maybe took a hit one, one week. I think it was the first week that... Uh, Everyone kind of wasn't sure what's going to happen. Are things shutting down? Is it going to get real bad? Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, it's just been like, it, it, we've probably had one of our busiest months sales-wise and it, ever. I mean, it's just been great. But, That's but yeah, good. just work it through it from, you know, 
the the luxury of my uh, my living room couch has been <laughs> has been a, a learning experience for sure. That's difficult. I'm sure the dogs love it though. Oh yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna have uh, some some problems with me actually going back to work. <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, our, our governor is not uh, is not telling us when we can. So I'm still. For the foreseeable future, working from my house. Yeah, I I did that a little bit when I worked for Nitro, and it just got it was wasn't bad when Nicole went to work, but when she was home, she expected me to like talk to her or take the trash out. And I'm like, no, I'm at work. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm... Dude, said, you would think like if before this, I would have been like, yeah, it's, it, it, it's got to be great. You know, you get you know your kitchen is. 10 feet away. You're, you got your dog there. That's your bad. Brother, That's bad for you about the kitchen. Oh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, uh, it's finding the balance between being effective, you know, work at, with work and still, you know, not, you know, turning on the TV or, you know, oh, going, yeah. to, going to make lunch for, you know, an hour or whatever. It's just, yeah, there's a balance there that I had to get used to at first. Setting an alarm for when nap time needs to be up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get nap times. I usually, I usually work um, throughout the day. I'll, uh, I'll maybe get a bike ride in or something, and then I get back, I'll eat dinner, and then I start working some more. It's just, now my office is my couch, so it just, it never kind of It's stops, all the time. You know? Yeah. So, I get but, it. Actually, that's kind of nice about the new shop. We're 30 minutes from my house, so, like, it's cut and dry. Like, when I leave here, it's it's done. I leave my laptop here, leave my phone yeah. here, and then, of course, people still message me, but, um, yeah, it's kind of, you leave it there. When well, you're at home, you can't leave it there. It's there. Well, so you, uh, we talked for, like, I don't know, 20 minutes before we actually... Yeah, we did it. I did an interview before the interview. But, but what a, I mean, I didn't, we didn't really talk about the new shop. I mean, I've yep. seen what, what you got going on, but yeah. like, what, it sounds like you got a ton of new stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we went from being in my garage with the tools, I've, hand tools I've always owned, to being in a two-bay shop with an office. So it's 40 by 30. Um, it's 1,200 square feet, but it's laid out really well. So the office is just, you know a small space with a desk um but we set it up like a bar so you actually i even have a jack daniels um bar mat on it uh, I, I saw the i saw the table i liked it that was nice yeah yeah so we have that we have a little sitting area but then you go out we have a bathroom fridge but yeah we have tire mounter balancer we can do currently i can balance 40s but i can only mount 37s but most guys getting 40s are getting beadlocked so i can just do that by hand um, yeah. Yeah, and using your, your high lift jack that you can <laughs> <laughs> Not using the high lift jack. In a, in a couple mornings until 2, 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Uh, yeah. we, we had a lot of late nights at, in the JCR garage wrenching on. I'll tell you what, man. I, I miss those. I don't get, there's not anyone that I, that I now work with that will do that same, you know, stay in the shop. There's nobody. You're saying there's no one. Random shit till 2 in the morning. There's no crazy human being that will hang out. That. <laughs> no, no, life went back to normal when you moved to Georgia. Uh, well, you know, uh, I, I still do it here. I still, <laughs> I still put in some late ones. I, I believe it. Yeah, and crack some cold ones. But uh, yeah, we got all sorts of new. We got shop press in here. Um, we got a bin pack lift coming in in June. That's going to be pretty cool. Um it's like a Jeep. It's like an off-road specific Jeep uh, truck lift that is sort of like a drive-on lift, but the middle section's completely open, um, so, and you can still do all your suspension. But um, oh, nice. yeah, but you can drive on it, and I can move it from bay to bay. So that's kind of cool. You, so are you doing mostly just Jeeps? Or are you doing like everything? Um. Well, I've had a Tacoma in here, but mostly Jeeps. <laughs> uh. Mostly hey, Jeeps, I, uh, but we're not. I'm actually, I'm sitting in my new Tacoma. Not new, but new to me. I got, I just got a 2015 Tacoma. Oh wow! I did not know that. Congratulations. Yeah, that's the Bluetooth I'm talking to you on. Oh, yeah. nice. So, what's the current garage situation? What do you have? You have Katie still has her Grand Cherokee. No, well, yeah, she has the uh, she has the Grand Cherokee. I still yeah. have the TJ. Okay. Uh, I I sold the Comanche. Yeah, oh, I wanted wow. the Comanche. 
I know you did about a month, month and a half. If I wouldn't open the shop, I would have probably bought it, but I've put everything into this thing recently. I, 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 I knew you wanted it, but yeah, yeah it's, it, I don't know. That, that Jeep, for some reason, it's so sought after. Like, yeah. The prices on those things are insane if you find one in good condition. Oh, it's, yeah. I, I'll keep kicking it around, but... We were talking about it before we came on that I want something reliable, so I'm like, oh, should I buy a JK? But I've built yeah. them before, and it's just like, they're so reliable, they're almost boring. So I'm yeah. like, build a rock crawler YJ that is just, I don't even care if it's a four banger, but it's just going to have like one tons and like, um, like seven, 11 gears. Get out and let it crawl up yeah. and crawl by itself. Just like yeah. 38s or 40s and a four cylinder motor and an AX15. And then well, just, dude, the, the TJ was 538s yeah. and the, the, uh, the Ford Low uh, yeah. from the, the Rubicon transfer case is just like that thing crawls amazing. That's, yeah. that's what I wanted when I, when I was, was, I was coming from the East Coast. For sure. There's rocks out Maryland, there. what it do? Yeah, and then there's there's nothing in Michigan. There's no rocks or anything. So it's, I I have all this low gearing that I can't use anymore. So it's, yeah, uh, it just sits in the driveway now, pretty much. That's fine. I mean, as long as you're gonna take it off roading occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the weird thing because I bought the Comanches. I wanted to build that, and then it just ended up being a, a daily driver for me. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I want to. That's what I really want to do with the Comanche. I want to just run like 32s or 33s. And like yeah. low lift and just drive it every day, but yeah, it was kind of both yeah. but like but throw a roof rack a victory roof rack on there and a rooftop tent so I can take it to hunt camp so I can yeah. like you know camp out of the back of it but then throw my deer in the back and just daily it. But I just can't yeah. give the LJ up just yet. Yeah. I, I think I want to keep it forever, but then you realize how much they're worth as well. So this yeah. <laughs> I could build. Dude, those I've seen some guys listen to those things for, for almost 20 grand. I, mean, I think that's, I mean, that's the going, for not, for like stockish high miles, you know, it's in the 12s to 13s, but like built LJs are anywhere from 20 to 40 right now. It's some crazy, yeah, crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so we, I mentioned it, but victory four by four, which is. Uh, it used to be the sister company, but I would say it's a brother company now. It's like it's not the little sister; it's grown yeah. up. It's the the basically the overland. I would call it the overland segment of JCR off road. Um, yeah. It used to be the Toyota segment, but now there's all sorts of vehicles you guys are using and doing with. Yeah, well, I guess if you were to consider, well, Lexus basically is Toyota. So yeah, so yeah, Toyota and Lexus. Uh, we've got some Colorado Canyon and that kind of stuff too, but. Primarily, yeah, it's, it's still mostly Toyota, and why I got the Tacoma. Yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. Lot easier, a lot easier to build when you work for a company that, uh, that makes product for it. Yeah, I've liked a lot of the stuff I'm seeing come out of there. I mean, I've... The front section of the shop, I have, like, a little area that's like a pegboard, and, and I've got, like, axes and shovels and yeah. knives and stuff, so I'm trying to push yeah. the Overland thing, too, because, I mean, that's a lot of what we... I didn't even know about overlanding until we got to Michigan, and then me and you started doing some um, yeah. with with actual overlanders. And then um, I think we take a part of their stuff and then mix it with part of our East Coast wheeling. And, yeah, I mean it's it's uh, I mean it's it's pretty much what we did anyway. It just now has a name, yeah. right? Because I mean I'd go wheeling uh, like way back in the day. I go wheeling, you know. All day long, come back to camp, just hang out at camp, yeah. and then do the next same day or same thing the next day. Yeah. And it's essentially the same thing that now what overlanding is. You know what I mean? It just kind of took off as its own thing. I think so the the uh, one part that's different now is like I now use Gaia GPS for everything. Like, didn't even know what that was yeah. before. Try to use like paper maps now. Like, I have like all my campsites marked. Uh, I have yeah. all the trail marked before I get there, or I'm recording the track. Now I actually yeah. have proper camping gear. <laughs> like it's not definitely more organized. For sure. Yeah, it's yeah. more organized. Um, and some people take that to the stream and never really even 
get off gravel roads, but um, well, that's the same thing that's for fun. rock crawling. That's the same thing for just regular guys doing trail riding. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's rock crawler guys that if they don't break something on the weekend, they're pissed. Like they just go out yeah. there to bash those things, and yeah, um, I've got guys that build it and then they never they never wheel it, and then you know, I mean, oh yeah, yeah, well, I mean. I know tons of people that have fantastically built Jeeps that never see off-road. Yeah. So, That's always been like that, though. It's always been like that. It's always been like that. Nobody's ever seen Kevin Davis go off-road. Ever. <laughs> well, you live down there with him now, so... Uh, I know. I, guess you I, I think Sarah goes off-roading, but I don't think Kevin does. He might take his Cherokee. I'm just giving him a hard time. I, and he probably doesn't listen to this either, but somebody might share it with him. Uh. <laughs> I, I, I would gladly take that Cherokee if you didn't want it. Oh, that Cher- his Cherokee's nasty. Yeah. His whole lineup, he's got he's got a, a nice lineup, a, a sweet garage now of vehicles. Yeah. But yeah. that could be a podcast on itself, Kevin's Garage. <laughs> yeah, you need to do like a MTV Cribs and just, just, just for the garage. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so anyways, the other day we were talking about new equipment and I do want to talk some more about victory, but I got some new equipment and one of it is a tire balance and the company that makes it's called Phoenix, like, you know, Uh rising from the ashes. And I thought of you because I watched a video on how to calibrate the machine and the intro song is, uh, is your kind of music. I think someone gets you to judge it. Yeah, so what that that means? What what do you mean, my kind of music? Devil worship music. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, so for the listeners, uh, I love country music, and Corey likes. What would you categorize what you like? I don't want to. I'll let you call it whatever you want to call it. Heavy metal. Heavy metal. Okay. I you know because everyone categorizes. Death metal or whatever, and I don't know. There's, you... there's tons of different genres. It's basically yeah. heavy, heavy metal. It's I heavy metal, but you're a drummer, so you, you appreciate the double bass and all that kind of stuff. I do, yeah. Um, but, you know, we we ended up listening to either reggae or bluegrass as the, uh, <laughs> some maybe some Creedence Clearwater Revival or something. To... I can get down with some CCR. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird thing. Like, since I started working from home, I didn't realize how much metal I listened to because at work, I kind of have to mix it up for everyone else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all I listen to now. Back to my room. All right, I'm going to play this intro. Oh, let me hear it. And I think you're going to like Hopefully this doesn't fail. Okay, here we go. Calibrating the Phoenix 1530A wheel balancer. NHProEquip.com <laughs> they're, getting, they're getting serious about calibrating that thing. <laughs> How is that for an intro to the the, the wheel balancer? <laughs> you, can't, you can't even calibrate it because you're just so hyped up after intro. No, it's like a 65 year old white haired man. Like I'm guessing he didn't pick the whoever like the video editor was was like, yeah, we're gonna slay on this. <laughs> Yeah, these guys are gonna love it. So heavy. <laughs> yeah, that's not really my music, but I yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's hilarious. Okay, let's get back to Victory Four by Four. I actually saw yeah. the other day. I think that um, Overland Lifestyle was running some of you guys' stuff. I don't know if you know who those folks, those great folks yeah. are. Yeah, no, we uh, we got with them uh, a few months ago before all this stuff hit and. And we're talking about tennis and stuff for, uh, uh, they did, I don't know, did you watch their channel at all? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, we're, we're big followers. I think. They do some, they do some cool stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of a no-brainer. They, they align with how we do things, so it, it just made sense. Yeah, they're good, wholesome folks, make good videos. Their Alaska trip videos are, um, really good. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah, those are good. Me and Nicole, uh, we, so we uh, watched a bunch of their Alaska videos and last year, and we thought that we could be them. So we went camping, and 
like by the end of the weekend, I was like, I'm never taking a kid camping ever. I hate you guys. You're never going camping again. <laughs> and so that that's like the big thing between, uh, I, I guess, Victory and JCR, like, like you know, some of the trips we did up, up north here in oh, Michigan. Oh, yeah. UP, um, like, I, I would take the TJ out there and, you know, it gets the job done, but it's not necessarily comfortable like you said with your LJ. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's good for every once in a while, but you drive it, you know, an hour every day or whatever. It's yeah. Just, you know, it's a Wrangler, so it's going to beat you up a little bit. So we, uh, I, I realized that we did a trip out to Overland Expo out in Flagstaff. Yeah. You've heard that way. So, yeah, I did, uh, I did Expo East a few years back. Yeah, so we did the, the West one. We, we kind of turned it into uh, like a two-week trip. I guess it was like 10 days or something. And uh, I rode with Cameron and his, and his forerunner and, uh, for most of the trip. And then Daryl and his Tacoma, and I was like, man, this thing is insanely comfortable on the yeah. trail. Like, it's not going to crawl, you know, like, yeah. like my teeth would, but we're not doing anything that you really need that. So, yeah, it's just it's, uh, it's, a, it's a different kind of off-road, which I like. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I can see the appeal. We even kicked around the idea of getting a forerunner, but now I think we're gonna get a JL. But keep it because the JL is so comfortable, and then keep it m- mild. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, you don't have to. I mean, even the JLs. I mean, you could do uh, if you got a Rubicon, you could do thirty fives. You know, keep it nice and low, and yeah, and just. Just add the stuff that you need for your trips. You know, you don't have to go overboard, which is nice. Yeah. And the nice thing, I mean, I've got to give the LJ props. It's got so much more room in the back, and then I've added a drawer system recently. But the yeah. TJs, yeah, it's like, nice. you can, the TJs, like, you just add a cooler and, and it's, it's packed. It. <laughs> speaking, it. you're maxed, you're maxed out. Yeah. speaking of cooler, I've got a Terrapin Cryosphere IPA in front of me. And the slogan, oh. the slogan is "Burr, it's hoppy in here." Somebody cr- <laughs> crack that bad boy. Oh, yeah, hold up one second. I'm sitting down my my Tacoma. Let me text Kate. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we can crack it together if you haven't already cracked. Oh, it. I just cracked it. I'm about to just ah, slip. I have more. I have more beer in the fridge here, so I can crack more. <laughs> I believe. I believe you for some reason. <laughs> Alright, can you bring me a beer? Yeah, this is, uh, they're made in Athens, Georgia, is, is Terrapin. It's kind of, uh... Yeah, you were sending me pictures. I, I don't know if I've tried their, uh, their IPA, but I've, uh, I've definitely seen it around before. Yeah, so their most popular IPA is Hopsecutioner. And it's um, I have had that one. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. Good. It's seven point three percent, but this one, yeah, it's heavy. This one, uh, it kind of has like a white flavoring to it, like a like a weed ale to begin with, and then it ends with the IPA. It's five and a half, so it's not too not too crazy. I'll have to pick some up. We loaded up, like I think everybody else probably did right before. All these states shut down. We're like, oh, we got to, you know, oh, yeah. the beer fridge. We got to get, you know, all yeah. the duck. And then, yeah, we didn't need to. Mm. <laughs> we're, still, we're still able to go to the stores and get all the beer we need. So. Yeah, I bought a bunch of beer and then the toilet paper ran out. I was like, uh, <laughs> I've, got, <laughs> I've got beer but no toilet paper. But, yeah. It was weird. It was weird, man. Like, I, I went to the store just to get my normal groceries, like, right when right when everything first started happening. And it, I I swear I stood in line for 45 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, I so for uh for a month, Nicole and Abby and Jack stayed at home, and they didn't go yeah. anywhere. And so I went and got groceries. I mean, I, I, I hate it for people who have been stuck at home, but I literally have not – it's not changed my life other than I wash my hands more. But yeah, I, I've yeah. – uh, I've been completely essential, so I've literally worked every, if not more now, yeah. because I have to go get the groceries and the diapers and, you know, yeah. gas and whatever else. So. Well, you're, I mean, you're, out, you're outside pretty much by yourself most of the day for... Yeah, for, I'm pretty lonely. Yeah. Pretty lonely. I mean, you go to, so, so what's your, um, I guess... Because you guys, you just got the shop not too long ago. Yeah. What's your workload look like? Yeah, it's insanity. So my listeners know we, we got, I own the uh, landscape company. So 
Uh, we start at 8. I'm done at 3.30, 4 o'clock, Monday through Friday. Then I work here 4 to 8, 4 to 9. Because of COVID and also because of my schedule, we're just doing appointment only. But most people are yeah. really happy with that anyways. Um, yeah. They just drop it off. My shop is actually, the whole area is gated. So I have like um, 8 foot chain link fence with another two feet of razor wire around the whole place with uh so i mean you're gonna you're gonna either have to cut through or you're gonna die getting over it Uh, (laughs) and then the backs of the property has like it kind of slopes down so it's up on like a eight foot walls if you're coming in from the back you it's just like getting into a prison or something but um yeah it's we're pretty so if someone leaves a vehicle here not only is it locked in the shop but then it's locked in the gate so it's it's hard to get in here but uh so we've been setting appointments doing that and then we've been open um sundays doing the most of our work on sundays but some some of the evenings as well but uh the shop has been decently busy for i guess corona but we were talking before my website we had the best month we've ever had and you know the last two years uh last month and then we're already started out pretty hot this month so i don't know if people think you know when you start posting i think that's what helps a lot of places is like like the rebel off roads of this world when you see their builds it gets you excited about their company and their brand it's like a little like something about the build being built there adds to the brand and then they buy something from your website they would have bought they could have bought from four wheel parts or whatever but like they're kind of excited about supporting your brand and I kind of one thing I've thought about and you can uh, add to this is like um, I think people really like companies that are just starting out and then when you get to the top they just start shitting on you like it's yeah. kind of like you knew the band back when for your instance like <laughs> oh, when I lived back in Maryland uh, this guy played at the local college or whatever and uh, now he's you know a big shot and he's mainstream and we hate him and it's like yeah. Like people would mention every once in a while, JCR, like, well, I knew Brian back when he was in a pole bar. And it's like, okay, well, he's still Brian and we're still making awesome yeah. products. Like, what do you, yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah, I, I, I say that. I mean, when, uh, I mean, I've been up here, what, like five years at this point. So, yeah. The, the growth for JCR was just insane, right? Because we, yeah. we were the underdog, like, right, air quotes, for sure. underdogs coming up. And then we got. I mean, we we got pretty big, and then that's when all the, the haters start coming out. You know what For I mean? Sure. So it's, I think it's just the nature of the beast. That's just what happens. Yeah, I think like uh, you know the moto builds and the cab fabs, um, people like that. They're like in their sweet spot, uh, and not that they don't get people hating on them online, but it's like once you get to the top, it's like people really start throwing rocks. And I think that was kind of poison spider for a little while, and now like that they're in owned by trans or four wheel parts. Yeah. Now people kind of leave them alone. Like, I don't know why everyone, every, every company under the blanket of four wheel parts gets like a pass. Cause maybe yeah. cause they just like, I don't, they have, they always have stuff in stock and like, then they throw ridiculous, uh, discounts on it and kind of devalue yeah. the product. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. That's, that's what happens. It seems like for all the brands that they pick up. It's like complaining about buying something at big lots or, or at Walmart, like I broke, but it was cheap anyways. So right, I can't be yeah, upset. So then, you don't, so then you don't complain. Yeah, you buy something at Target. You're, you're, you're buy one. You buy something at Target yeah. and it breaks. You're pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't. I think that's just how it works. Yeah. Once once you get to the top, everyone thinks that you're the big bad. You know, either mm-hmm. company or manufacturer or, or you know whatever the case may be. Um, and and it's, kinda, you know, it's weird. Be- the- I think it's weird because I'm getting like spurred on right now to get as big as pop, like friends and like people who know me and like, they're like, Hey, I can help you with this. I can help you with that. And we can get you here. And I'm like, dude, like I don't have to be full parts or gas monkey garage or rebel, like Starwood, like overnight. Like yeah, I plan on doing this for the next 30 years. Like yeah. <laughs> if I, if I create all this business, like I'm going to have to hire people and, you know, yeah, actually sure. pay attention to my taxes and like things like that. <laughs> <laughs> the hard stuff. Yeah, like the actual. I'm gonna have to be an operator instead of being an installer and being like in the trenches of it. So, uh, yeah. right now it's crazy for us because this is the busiest time of year for landscaping, and then 
by July, the grass starts getting stunted by the heat and people don't do installations. So we'll definitely be doing a lot more. We haven't done a grand opening yet, but we're going to do one in the fall. And then uh, over the next two years, I'm going to wean myself out of the landscape business and then I'll be here full time. We'll hire somebody. We have we we uh, we brought on a graphic designer. We have someone building our website now. So, um, nice. the website there's a new website getting built in the background right now. Um, so uh, that's going to be cool. It's going to be a lot better than what we have now. And then, so uh, how does the website tie into the the physical shop? Yeah, I mean, um, now it doesn't it doesn't really that well. Uh, I think right now it's just like you see the products. We do have some links where you're like, hey, check out our shop or hey, this or whatever. But the new one's going to be – so right now it's more like you get on there and you see product. The new one's going to be like you get on there and you see me. You see the brand. You see the shop. You see like – you get like a story before you ever see products or anything like that. And then you can like click tabs and find products. So – um, it's going to be more personable. It's going to be more brand centric than um, than sales up front. Uh, yeah. But I think that was the salesperson I mean when I built the websites, like get the stuff in their face. But um, my graphic designers, they're they're really good at this, and they're like, you know, your actual brand is what differentiate differentiate whatever that word is. Yeah, that's what sets you apart from your competition because like everyone sells a Daystar um, puck lift and everyone sells you know uh, a worn winch but like if you're the guy they like they're going to buy it from you and I found that to be true I've I've actually gotten some I'll find now like on uh, Jeep groups people will share my products and listings like like, hey, where where do you think the best place to buy a bumper is? And they'll like tag my bumpers on there. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, like, I appreciate that loyalty, but that's just like, you know, kind of people supporting the underdog, and they've gotten good service. And that's, you know, that was a big thing at JCR is like, we give great service to everybody. Like that that came first. Yeah. yeah that's like the main thing. Like, yeah, customer service is huge. So like. Uh, you. I mean, you remember when you were here? Oh like, yeah. Everybody gets taken care of. Like if. if Oh, hold on. here's my beer. Oh, sweet. Hey, Katie. Thank you. Hi, Brad. Hi, Brad. Happy Mother's Day for being a dog mom. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Brad. Yeah. I don't think you've ever had this beer. Oh, what is it? But you gotta, you gotta try this at some point. Okay. Uh, it's called Zombie Dust. It's an undead pale ale from Three Floyd. Oh, wow. It's probably... It is probably one of my favorite beers. Wow. That's that's higher than Well, cheers. Oh, yeah. Cheers. You didn't drink yours yet, did you? No, I have half of it left. Uh, <laughs> all right. I do have to give you credit because when I was at in Michigan, I didn't like IPAs when I moved there. I was like a light I was a light beer drinker who would drink Oktoberfest, some stouts, um, and I loved wheat beers. And now yeah. I – so now here, here's the rotation. You'll like it. Early spring is margarita and IPA season. That's I would agree with that. Okay. Yeah, I had a margarita the other night. Yep. Then we move into like the transition of uh, spring to summer, Bloody Marys and IPA. Still with the IPA thing. I can get down with some Bloody Marys. Summer, I'm strictly on – the fruit added IPAs, the grapefruits, mm. the orange, the See, tangerine. I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fruity IPA guy. Yeah. Usually when it gets warm, I'll move over to like an Oberon. Well, that's like, what I mean, like like, a, like an Oberon or yeah, um, you know, some what is even a uh, Hop Slam can be a little citrusy, like you can get a little citrusy. Yeah, that. <laughs> that'll put you on your ass real quick. Yeah, <laughs> and then. Fall. This is my new fall thing. Coffee, stouts, and bourbon. Okay. That's all I drink in the fall now. And then winter's red wine. And then, you know, an occasional imperial IPA or something like that. Yeah. I I can get down with that rotation. Yeah. Yeah. I like to – I mean, I'll do wine. 
or whiskey or beer, whatever, margaritas, whatever, pretty much. All of my beers are Saki. pretty much the only thing that's seasonal. Yeah, the only thing that's seasonal is just the beer, I think. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't like bourbon and red wine when it's hot. But it doesn't get as hot there, so that's what... When you've worked out in, like, 100 degrees all day, the last thing you want is red wine. You want... <laughs> Do you want the tartness of the IPA, like like two of them, and then you gotta start crushing Michelob Ultras to hydrate? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can get down with that. You gotta hydrate, or you'll just die. So you have to have Michelob Ultras <laughs> or Corona Pre- yeah. Premier or something like that. Our, our weather's been weird here. We've we've had probably I don't know three weekends at this point, maybe four that were nice weather yeah, and, uh, and by nice I mean just in the 70s and sunny uh-huh. and everything else has either just been cold, windy, rainy, you know, typical Michigan weather. So yeah, uh, yeah we, I'm definitely ready for summer. We were hot last week, but it's chilly today, like 48 this morning and the like 50s and it's going to be that weather until this weekend. I'm, I'm going camping this weekend. I'm actually going overlanding this weekend. And oh, it's, nice. it's supposed to be like 86. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's how yeah, it goes. I gotta, I gotta figure out what I'm doing with this truck exactly to get it set up for, for camping yeah. and whatnot. Like, t- tossing all that stuff in the back of the Jeep is, yeah. uh, it's, it's fine, it, it works, but. What man, do you think about a decked setup? Oh, a decked setup? Yeah, decked. That's I, the I name like of it. Yeah, I mean, that would yeah. be cool because you don't lose your whole truck bed. You can yeah. still mount your your mountain bikes, but then you have all that room for gear. Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, I was, I was originally, I wanted to do one of those, I don't know if you saw, um, have you seen bed slides before? Like the ones that just, it's basically a tray that slides out. Oh, no. Uh-uh. No, I haven't seen that. So it's, it's basically like, if you can imagine a deck system, but yeah. the entire top tray pulls out. Right? Oh, okay. So I wanted to try and mount you know, bikes in there, so if I'm, if I'm on a trail or something like that, I don't uh-huh. have to have a, a hitch-mounted carrier that could potentially, you know, get tagged on a tree or a rock or uh-huh. whatever, so, but the beds on these things aren't that big, so They're I think I'm going to have to resort to the hitch carrier, so, yeah, I just got to figure out the, the setup, so those, those deck systems might be something I look at, too. Yeah, are you going to do a lift on it? Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably keep it mild. I don't, I don't think there's really anything in Michigan that, I need to go super big on, so I'll probably, you know, go to 33s or something. What, I, uh, thinking like Old Man I, Emu? Um, yeah, I'll probably just do like a, probably just something simple, just a three inch lift. I think, um, I think what, um, what, or who was it, Cam? I think what Cam did was he went with BDS. Yeah. And just do a, do a three, I mean, it's a Well, BDS is in, is in your guys' backyard, but I've always wanted to just, if I was going to have, like, an Overland rig, I feel like all the Overland guys go with the Old Man Emu stuff, and it just seems to be, like, simple. <laughs> it's been around forever. It's just, like, ARB. It's yeah, it's just simple, soft ride, not big lift. Like, I kind of want to know what it's all about. I know what BDS yeah. is about. BDS is getting it done. Yeah. Yeah, and that'd be cool. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind going with BDS. I mean, um... I, I guess I, I haven't really even looked into the lift kits to yeah. see what all's out there for it, but I've had, you know, I mean, I've had the TJ. I don't want to drive, you know, three hours on 37 mm-hmm. every time I go somewhere. So Yeah, that's the, mild, I mean, you guys have the same issue that we have here. It's like um, the good wheeling is an hour away. Yeah. From my house, the mountains are 45 minutes fine. to an hour. Which is fine. I mean, because when, when I was in... In Maryland, I mean, and most of the guys in the Mid-Atlantic region, like, that whole area probably know my pain. Like, you got to drive, unless you're right right in, you know, Pennsylvania, right near Roush Creek. I mean, there's, you got to drive an hour, two hours, three hours to get to good trails, which is fine, but, like, they're good trails, you know what I mean? You're not mm-hmm. driving to some mediocre trails, like, like, I feel like the closest good trails around here is at least two and a half to three hours, and that's, you know, there's maybe only one. Well, even the, you, really the best did stuff. Did you ever go to Badlands? Did you ever go to Badlands when you lived up here? Uh, uh no. In Indiana? Badlands? No. Yeah, Badlands isn't bad. I, I I went there last year. It was pretty good. We were going to do it that weekend that we didn't sleep and we wheeled for two days in Indiana, but we we just... Oh, yeah. We didn't <laughs> yeah, get it in. Like, dude, that was, a, that was a fun trip. Yeah, that... Me and Nicole were talking about that the other day. That was real dumb but fun at the same time. 
I think we should. I, I'll quickly brief the listeners, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Give a give a little rundown. I was like how did that weekend happen? Well, it started. My wife had a TJ. This is how it all started. My wife had a TJ. There was a CF event, a cystic fibrosis jeeping event. My wife has CF, so we're like, this is great. It's going to bring awareness to this disease. My wife just bought a TJ, and let's build it and take it to this event in Indiana. It's only like three and a half, four hours away. Um, yeah, not, not bad, not bad at all. I was like, I'll take, we'll drive the TJ now. Corey will bring the JCR truck and trailer, put his TJ at the back. We'll hit Badlands, we'll hit Interlake. The event was at Interlake, and we'll hit uh, Redbird. Yeah. And we, it came down to that we broke the RV, me and Kevin, in Panama City Beach. So we were stuck there for three or four days. So I'm not wrenching. I'm not. I'm not wrenching on the. I'm not wrenching on the TJ. Um, yeah. And it needs a lot of work. So Ken's Car Care did the gears in it. I think the shocks, and then me and you worked on it two nights straight. Plus your Jeep, like getting the bump stops. I mean, no matter what the wheeling trip was, you were screwing with the bump stops right before, and then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that was that was that was a bitch to try and figure out because <laughs> I didn't have anything that was adjustable. So no, I, yeah. I, yeah. Um. So I so the night before the trip, we stayed up. I slept three hours. I worked half a day of work with you. Um. You were gonna hold leave. On, hold on, hold on. I think I think you got to point this out. That was pretty pretty common for us. To, oh yeah. Like back. <laughs> oh yeah. Back no, we would work. I remember one time the. Um, I can't. I don't know what her exact. She's. I guess. Are you talking the, about the time you, you dropped me off and Joe was out in the in the driveway, no. like at six in the morning. Or no, like morning. no. Our um, I can't think of what her exact like. Uh, I guess our accountant um assistant or whatever, but she was like. Hey, it says here on the door code you guys left at four thirty last night. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Is there something broken? I'm like. No, that's that's right, actually. Yeah, that, that actually happened. <laughs> so uh, we leave at 4.30. I worked a half a day at work. You were going to leave at 5 when the day ended. Uh, yeah. Me and Nicole thought it was, it was such beautiful weather. We're like, let's just take the top off here. It's not going to rain this weekend. And we'll just ride down to Indiana with no top. Famous last words for any trip. <laughs> <laughs> we were an hour into the trip. The temperature dropped 20 degrees and it starts raining. So I stop in a truck stop. I buy two Mexican blankets, like the thing you'd put on a horse before you put the saddle on. Cut yeah, a, those I, like the, the blankets. Yeah, I cut a hole for a head and then we put them on like ponchos. Froze to death. Um, we make it there. I call the, the, the organizer. They advertise camping. And I get there and it's just a parking lot. And he's like, well, you can camp there if you want. <laughs> So I throw up our hammock under like uh, a pavilion. You show up at two in the morning with the truck and trailer. We're exhausted, but we still drink a couple of beers. I'm sure we go to bed at three. The first organizer shows up at six to start organizing I'm the show. Sleep in my hammock. Yeah, yeah. We we sleep we slept in hammocks for three hours. We run this event, so we run it as a vendor show. Uh, the first half of the day, and then we wheeled the second half of the day with a group. Um, and then we leave at like five or six after we broke everything down. We shuck all the babies, kissed all the hands, and uh, we moved on. And we were going to meet your wife, who just got off work as being a nurse, like worked probably two days back to back. At, yeah. Uh, we had to make the decision, Badlands or uh, Redbird. We decided Redbird. Redbird was closer. It was closer, and, um, and I wanted to get the Jeep Badge of Honor, and you could get it there. So yeah. we get to Redbird, and uh, oh, Nicole drove a rock bouncer that day too. My wife drove a rock yeah. bouncer. That was cool. But we anyway, so we get there, and I'm like, Corey, we need to find some place to stay. You're like, you know, we just wing it. We'll just figure it out when we oh, get there. Before the before we even got to Redbird, we we're driving through some little town that had yeah. no service whatsoever. We're no trying service. to meet up with my wife without being able to contact. Her. Can't contact her. <laughs> She finally like gets there. Everyone's tired and angry and hungry. I think I ate at Taco Bell, maybe all at Wendy's or something. Like I don't yeah. know. We we're trying to find food. The, the only 
only two places open in the town. I'm calling every hotel. Everyone's booked in this town for no reason, whatever. Um, and so there's no place to stay. Like, we can just camp. Somebody told us you can stay at the Redbird, was it Plantation or something? I don't know. Oh, yeah. What was that place called? I don't it was, know. It was basically somebody's backyard. <laughs> we get there, and it was some rowdy folks, and you were like, yeah, let's just go to sleep. I'm like... If it was just me and you, maybe. We had our wives. These people look like, I mean, <laughs> me being from down south, they were like banjo players. Like, I was concerned for our safety. So we drive over to the parking lot of a Redbird. There's nobody there. I'm like, dude, let's just throw up our hammocks here in the parking lot. Like, So I think I hung mine between a tree and a handicap sign. All uh, right, but we also were right next to the sign that said no camping. No camping. <laughs> Also close to the Porta Johns. Again, yeah, again, good. we're drinking beers. It's like two in the morning, <laughs> and a cop rolls by, and I'm like, "This is it!" I just chunk my beer about 900 feet into the woods. <laughs> I don't even think it was a cop. I no, think it was just a random guy going down the street. Just a random guy. I decided to go to sleep again. Slept three hours. Um, me, you, and Katie get up and my wife's like i'm just i'm like it's cool just sleep in the back of the truck um we'll go get breakfast we like pass the guy at the gate hey how are you he's like all good you know didn't even care we were camping we get some not not, not at all didn't care at all we ordered like steak eggs pancakes grits like potatoes bacon all the coffee and they're like i'll be like 12 bucks we were yep. like, yep. we're like, you got everything on here? And they're like, yeah, it's like $12. We're like, let's get out of here. We brought Nicole back some food. We wheeled all day. It was a lot of fun. And then, of course, I was like, last famous last words, let's just do this one last trail. One, one last trail, yeah. And then I uh, exploded the ring gear on the TJ. So we then had to pull the front axle shaft and got home in two-wheel drive. Um, yeah. Met some characters. We went to Chili's and had some beers, and then, yep. and then you called overalls and a uh, American flag bandana. That overall, them. overall shorts at that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. No shirt. No shirt. Uh, with all the spaghetti meat hanging out, and uh, <laughs> so then you called me, and you're like, "Hey, it had gotten dark. We're driving. You're like, hey, you've fallen asleep three times at this point." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" <laughs> You're like, you completely drove off the road. You've been completely asleep. I'm like, let's stop and get a Red Bull. So I crushed a 20-ounce Red Bull. We drove for 30 more minutes. You're like, it hasn't changed. I'm like, yeah, I don't even feel the Red Bull. So then Nicole, <laughs> so my wife has to jump in and drive. The O2 sensor went bad. I was rolling coal out of the back oh of the TG. <laughs> rolling, rolling coal. I'm driving through a black cloud. And, uh, yeah, getting terrible gas mileage. It, yeah, yeah. It as was, terrible as all that sounds, that was a fun trip. It was fun indeed. Yeah, it was a good time. Well, I think we've covered just about everything, and I've got to run to Mother's Day, but uh, maybe we'll do it. Oh man, it's almost two o'clock. Yeah, I didn't even, didn't even realize that. Hey, we've put in forty eight hours or forty eight hours, forty eight minutes on the phone. That's pretty impressive, of Corey Giffen. I think I set a record. That's true. I don't and you like didn't even, you never even tried to sell me anything. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe I need to. Nah. Need oh, to. hey, you were saying right before we got on that uh, with JCR, they are still running a discount code just till midnight tonight. Um, yeah, so we were doing, uh, it was actually, we did this thing um, right at the beginning of tax season when everyone started getting their returns back. Um, we were just going to run a, a 10% sale and then this whole coronavirus thing happened and we just ended up keep running it, keep running it. Well, the crazy and, part is uh, JCR doesn't do sales ever. Ever. Yeah, ever. So, so yeah, I was like, it literally, Daryl put it up and I was like, oh, I didn't even know, like, this never happened. So, yep. it was pretty, it's pretty crazy and people were buying into it, like, we were getting busy and then we are going to pull it down and then, boom, State of Michigan shuts down. So, we just kind of kept it up. Kept it rolling. Um, just to kind of see what was going on, help drive sales, that kind of stuff and, uh, yeah, so it's it's going ten percent for both Victory and JCR through midnight tonight. So. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if you really need some JCR stuff, you can hit up Corey and get that discount. We're actually doing for the whole month of May. We're doing no discount, but we're giving sixty five percent of our online profit sales to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. 
So cool. yeah, yeah, you know, so we're maxing it out. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. we just hit the fifty minute mark. I do appreciate you hanging in there with us. Uh, I'm excited yeah. to, to see what happens with this Tacoma. Yeah, well, uh, I, I'll, I'll send you some pictures here once we go. If people want to see you on social media, what are your handles? Um, so I. Well, I guess Facebook's obvious, right? Just the yep. name Corey Griffin. Corey Griffin. <laughs> uh, Instagram. Instagram. Not is, Cody oh, Griffin. Yeah. Not Cody. Yeah, I get called Cody Griffin pretty often. Just Corey Griffin. The uh, Instagram handle is the real awkward Corey, which is kind of based off of the whole Max Gilson yeah. nonsense. No, you're actually so, awkward, though. Yeah, no, for real. I am, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's about it. I don't do Twitter. I never got into that. I don't have a YouTube, any of that kind of stuff. So yeah, Instagram and Facebook, it is. I tried to work on you and working on your own personal brand, but you're just like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> uh, yeah, when you moved back to uh, to Georgia, I just kind of stopped posting. There, on you've it. literally posted on Instagram <laughs> once since I've left, I think. No, more twice. Than that. I've done three times. No, more than that. No Did way. I have to you when you when you moved back. You bought the Comanche the day my daughter was born. Uh, one, two, because three. Man, I've got a, I've got a whole handful of posts. Because I'm, I, I messaged you from the hotel room and was like, you need to go to the hospital. Sorry. The hospital was like, hey, you need to go buy this Comanche. Um, I would go buy it. My wife's having a baby currently. Yeah, I remember that. And then you went and bought it. And then the guy who bought it from ended up working for us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm on I'm on your page and you've posted one, two, three. Four, oh no, you've got five, about twelve. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Look at that man. Wait, actually no, I think I got more than that. I got close to twenty. Wow. I'm impressed. I I better go through and like all these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll post a picture for you today. I'm glad that I, I'm still the one who wrote your uh, description on your Instagram. <laughs> should, I, should I change that up or just leave it? Simply put, I am a simple man. Family, puppies, my true. Jeep. My Jeep, you have to change that. My Jeep and my Tacoma. The open wilderness is all I need. Well, and maybe some meat and cheese and whiskey. It's all still true, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Corey, we do appreciate you being in with us today. Good luck with JCR and Victory 4x4. Um, you guys don't need it. You guys are a machine currently in the industry. And um, we'll be looking forward to putting in plenty of orders here in the future with you guys. Thanks, and I don't know if you know, yeah. but this is actually how we sign out on um, on YouTube and on uh, the podcast. But I just say uh, we'll be seeing you. Hey. We'll be seeing you. <laughs> All right, Corey. We'll see you, man. All right, dude. Yeah. All right, guys. That was it. The interview with Corey Giffen from JCR and Victory 4x4. And I would like to take a minute to tell you about our sponsors for this podcast. This podcast was brought to you by Tiffany Kill Designs. They offer all sorts of awesome graphic design work. You can check them out at TiffanyKillDesigns.com. And, of course, it's sponsored by yours truly, Black Bear Off-Road. Check us out at BlackBearOffRoad.com. Or if you live in the southeast, you can check us out in Beaufort, Georgia at our shop. As always, folks, we'll be seeing you.